Welcome everybody to RPG Cast. It is December 8th and we have a lot of fun today. We've got five people on the call today, a little bit higher than normal, and they're all crazy and happy and fun and I don't know. Um, I can't sell that any better. Anyway, let me introduce you to the panel. Michael Tidwell, first of all. Um, say hi. Hello. And then we've got Jordan Jackson. Howdy. And then we got Michael Allen Cunningham. Representing the South. <laughs> Word up. And then Sean Cooper. Greetings, peons. Um, <laughs> peons? Wow. <laughs> nice. Good start. We love our listeners at RPG Cast. Um, they do. Yeah. And uh, Sean Cooper is uh, hasn't been on the podcast before. He also goes by the name of Lucifer on the site. and uh, Or Lucifer. How do you pronounce it? It's Lucifer. Lucifer. Which, is that supposed to sound like Lucifer then? Or is it just a cat thing uh, what is that's just a happy coincidence a happy <laughs> so the real story is much more horrific then it could be it could be i don't have time to give out the details of the dark terrible evil pacts i had to make in order to acquire that screen name i think you just typed it into a form right or something. You hit submit. <laughs> i don't know anything about any forms let's not talk about this anymore continue 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 <laughs> Fair oh, enough. Fine. And uh, let's start. Michael Allen Cunningham also goes by Max Storm, and you know the you rest of our screen out. names. And I'm not going to care about. I'm not going to repeat them every time. I'm getting tired of having to say. It's also known as. <laughs> it's the thirteenth episode. You haven't figured this out by now. We're pretty much doomed anyway. Yeah, I want to go by my real name. <laughs> anyway, have one. Oh yeah, that's right. I'm Chris Privetier, your host. So <laughs> I should probably introduce <laughs> myself. <laughs> Best start <clears throat> ever. Oh goodness. We got Waffle Good Cats and, right here. And, waffle and, cats. and starts. Yeah, apparently cats have been jumping into Michael's waffles. So it's very sad. So his raffle waffles. Now, now he's trying to eat Aaron's waffle. Oh good. Much better. Lego my ego. They're not egos, they're <laughs> waffles. Anyway. They're still toaster waffles. Mm-hmm. Alright, let's get into our first story. Um Square Enix announces more games for the PAL regions, which... Um, Glad all of us are in the PAL region. Yeah. Wow. No, I, Taking it's such care a scary of all place their pals. I escaped. No. Oh. None of us are in the PAL region, really, so... That really we don't care. Yeah. yeah. We do care. We love our European readers. We do we love our European do. region. We have a lot of readers abroad. We've got a lot of readers in Brazil, too. Yeah. And the Philippines, I believe. Yeah. Aren't they still in TSC? I don't in know. South America? I have no yeah, idea. It's Portuguese, so good luck with that. Hmm. That's true. But they you get some good a... games. They're getting Dragon Quest Swords. They're getting mm-hmm. Revenant Wings. They're getting some love. Yeah, stuff that we're probably going to have. Well, we've had Revenant Wings, and they're getting it in February. So. Hey, they're just happy late. to get it. <laughs> That's true. See, I can never live in a territory where like, I'd be happy to get something, you know? Poor PAL users tend to get stuff like six to nine months after us, which we're already six to nine months after Japan, so they're just praying that they're going to get any games, I would imagine. Yeah, I think they just got Valkyrie Profile. You know, they they really got to catch up here. <laughs> I thought Final Fantasy VII just came out there. Oh, man. Yeah. A whole new generation of fanboys. They're going to uh, kill me. There's nothing wrong with Final Fantasy VII. Except the story and the graphics. And There's the... nothing wrong <laughs> no. with Final Wait, Fantasy VII. The graphics What's are this train derail? 
right now. No, they no, no. We're not derailing it before we even get through the first story. <laughs> but there's nothing the that causes controversy more than Final Fantasy VII. It's the most controversial RPG that we have, isn't it? It's where the, the point of new school and old school clash. Yeah, and we get crap school, apparently. So. Crap school! <laughs> No, no. I it mean, was, it, it's you know what it is. It's that awkward middle age year, middle school year where you're going through the puberty and you just kind of look like some non-human thing for a while, and then you come out of it and oh, you, you get Final Fantasy ten or something, right? So and you become a beautiful butterfly. Yeah, Final Fantasy ten was a butterfly. Well, I I liked it a lot. Wow. Pyrefly. Well, that, that's yeah, true. it was a pyrefly. Sure, <laughs> I'll take that. Oh. <laughs> So we had a story like about something. Yeah, no. the world, Europe's getting games. Final Fantasy XII, Revenant Wings, Dragon Quest Swords, Mask Queen, and the Tower of Mirrors, which we don't even have yet, do we? No. 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 And the Nobody last game has. was The World like Ends Without You, which is a horrible which renaming you? of It's a Wonderful World, which I think is a much better name. I never thought it was a wonderful world. You. You're trying to save the world from demons. The world ends with you, not oh. without you. It'll end without you, too, with so we shouldn't really worry. You. Okay, so <coughs> The World Ends With You, and... Sing. I don't. That was me. Sorry. They. I don't know. That sounds like a depressing game now. So. It's I'm hoping it depressing. Will. You're you're trying to fight. It's like not only does the world end, but it reminds you that you get to die too, since you're on the world. It's like well, wonderful. Like I needed that little extra reminder. The world ends with you, or is it because you're <coughs> dying? Oh, yeah. Even better, it puts the blame on you. Not only are you dying, but because of that, the world <laughs> is ending. Good job. Yeah. It's, at least you're not undiscovering the world. When well, you yeah. die, the world dies with Infinitely. you. Infinitely. Infinitely, yes. It's just like kind of the ultimate emo thing, isn't it? Because like, you believe that the world's ending because of your depression or death or something, right? So Maybe that's it what they're going is. for. Yeah. An increase in suicide rates? I don't know. Okay, that's a bit morbid, so... <laughs> it is well, the highest killer. We, we, we do have Lucifer here, so, you know. Well... Yes, but we those are just those are just a rampant speculation about the origins of his nickname, so we can't confirm or deny anything about that. I will Suicide is the most common cause of death in Japan. When asked for comment, Lucifer declined. <laughs> okay. New downloadable content. Let's move on. New downloadable content. Games from the PlayStation Store. Uh you know, I'm going to cover this later, so I'm going to skip this for now. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, because we have a download on the list and it's later now. No, because oh, we, 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 can still talk about, we have a downloadable section that has been empty for forever, so I'm not going to blow it now that I have a chance to actually talk <laughs> about stuff. So, I think it's funny that you didn't figure this out before you started. Yeah, I should have. <laughs> That's I'm planning awful. for you. All right. Let's talk Always about the, be prepared. Yes, yes, yes. Let's talk about the big you story. Scout? Ooh. Um, wasn't Lucifer? You were in people. something, right? No, never mind. Boy Scouts, good heavens, no. They wouldn't let me in. I think what you have is this interesting outdoorsy sort of photo on your Facebook that makes me think you were in something. But Oh, it's because I was in school and I was doing outside-related things, so I had to put on a sun helmet. If I'm outside... <laughs> no, no, you don't need to put on a sun helmet. <laughs> My skin actually will crisp up and fall off, so I need to wear a helmet. Right. You look like you were out catching butterflies. <laughs> I was actually studying a blight on a wonderful piece of... Uh, fauna that was growing near a lake because I love to see plants that are diseased. <laughs> this is weird. I have no response to that. Alright. 
I like milk and cheese. I like I like milk and cheese. <laughs> what is milk? It's a real song. What? It is. Yeah. I like cheese and cheese with milk. And the tune of uh, Peter and the Wolf. Okay. Don't sing it. What? Wait, Peter and the Wolf. It's a little musical thing, or um, yes, is this something else? No, indeed, the Tchaikovsky musical. Yeah. You sing the song to the tune of Peter and the Wolf. Oh, all right. And what does this have to do with looking at fauna with a sun helmet? No, no, no. It was yesterday's Q and abuse. It was awesome. Oh, well, see, I don't. We don't actually anymore. read my column, do you? I'm afraid that no. I do not. I um, are a horrible really individual. Many, Fire him immediately. All right. Many years ago, um, a man named Castamel was doing the Q and A columns, I know and him. the he produced epic tomes on a daily basis, such that I just couldn't deal with it anymore. They were just too long for me to 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 struggle through. And, and no offense to him, it's just. Yeah, I just couldn't make time for it anymore. And after that, I just fell out of the habit. And in well, you other should news, the- Activision and Vivendi merge. Yeah. Thank you for saving us from that train wreck. No, There's debate about whether or not it's a <laughs> merger. Well, it's, it's, well hmm. I'm not debating it, but some well, might. <laughs> it can't be a merger because Vivendi is not, like, in the name anymore. Apparently, it looks like Activision is buying Vivendi and using Blizzard's name. Okay. Because you notice Vivendi now is completely dropped from the uh, name. Well, who mm-hmm. really cares about the name Vivendi anyways? They never were big. Everybody was like, Blizzard. Well, who cares about Vivendi? Well, they were retarded big. name anyway. They, part of the uh, Universal Games. No, wait a second. Vivendi's released um, wonderful titles a- such as um, that one <laughs> and the other one. Such as, let me look them up real quick. Let me go to Wikipedia real quick. <laughs> Every crappy spiral game since Insomniac stopped making it. Aww. They released that first one on the PS3, by the way. You can download it. They're a leader in entertainment, according to their website. So, yeah. Well, that, yeah, that well that clinches it. <laughs> yes, we're sold. Well, their PR thing also said they're going to shake up the whole industry now because they made a new company, and I'm like, ooh. I'm how? I don't. Shaking. I don't see how you can shake it up when you're just now you have two companies, and then you have one company, and they're still doing the same thing. It's not like they're all of a sudden explode and take over the world or something. Oh. They might. Dude, they they own twenty percent of NBC Universal. Yeah, that's uh, that's significant. So if they wanted but, to make but, a heroes game, it would go through them, that. wouldn't it? Okay, I would think. I don't know. And be another crappy branded game nobody wanted to play. Uh, that's besides the point. It will be bought anyway. People will buy it. Video games. What do they have for video? Ga- uh, that doesn't. Oh, they have Sierra and Radical <laughs> and Massive and Knowledge Adventure and Fox and oh God, what the heck. <laughs> they they are nothing without Blizzard, and so it's no surprise that Blizzard's now the name front. Sierra used to have good stuff back in the day. King's Quest. I, I worked with someone. I don't know. I never played that. Though. Vivendi bought them. They all ran away. Simon the Sorcerer. Oh yeah, Simon. I don't know. They ever played ooh, Simon ooh, the Sorcerer? Ooh. Hold on, hold on. Radical oh. made CSI Miami and Dark Motives and just the CSI game. So that's that's awesome. Did you ever play it? I'm being, I'm joking. Uh, oh, what did the Simpsons hit and run? That actually did well, didn't it? A little, maybe. Nope. Hulk is that the good? No, that's probably not the good Hulk game, is it? And now we can experience. Yeah, it was. Yeah, that was the good Hulk game. So they had the, the Hulk thing. Exploited. Ooh, 1994. They made the Beavis and Butthead game. Radical Entertainment did. Yeah. yeah. I want. Um, what is Ground so Control? Is that is any good? We can probably assume that they will be oh, producing. Dude, games Massive as Entertainment good as they made have. World in Conflict. That's that's a current game that's pretty popular. 
not an RPG, but and it's not important. Move RTS. on. RTS. Right. Anyway, yeah, this is boring. <laughs> Yay for Vivendi. Okay. Warcraft. No, 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 no. <laughs> the real, the real story is one: how long till we get Guitar Hero a- emotes in in World of Warcraft? And two, <laughs> what are they going to call the company? Blizzvision. Blizzvision. Yes. They already announced what they're going to call it. Activision Blizzard. Actard. Actard. Actard is is my favorite, or Blizzdivision or something. But you guys don't get to talk anymore. Actard is the worst thing I've ever heard. Dude, it's Actard. <laughs> it's too much like I want you to. Go, I want you to go to WoW and make Actard right now. <laughs> what about Black Division? No. <laughs> well, we've just entered a whole new realm of wrong. Uh, I'm stealing that from another podcast, though, so I probably shouldn't. Oh, shouldn't. I always like to reference other places for my comedy. And they usually tend to be the games for Windows podcast, so I don't know what's up with that. Yeah, I have no, I have no originality. <laughs> oh, all right. It really doesn't matter. All we want is StarCraft Two and stuff, anyway. So, Molyneux. Well, all I want. All right, Fable Two in two thousand eight, and hints a new project. What a shock! A game designer might be working on a new project. Um, <laughs> in a recent interview right. with Eurogamer, which who reads Euro? Is that really like? Is that a European site or a magazine? It's. Not important. No. You already used they're, that they're line. Actually, you got to come up with another they're, line. They're, well, so they're, much is not important. You have to yeah. use it over game. All of our PAL users can tell us. Yeah, that's true. Yes. You can. All four of them. We'll ask all of our PALs. <laughs> it's a website. Eurogamer.net. Blah, 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 that's blah, old. Blah. you gotta, you got to find a new way to use PAL now. Cool. Hey, if Lucy can't use it's not important, then you can't use the PAL joke more than twice. No, no. Fine. It's a joke, though, so. He has to find a new over and over again. It's my show. I'll judge whose jokes are unfunny. You steal your content from other podcasts. I'm not listening to what you say anymore. All right. (laughs) Look at what Molyneux said, though. He said when it's coming out. What did he say, Michael? 2008. Late 2008. Mm -hmm. Maybe when the leaves have a slight brownish tinge, but are still on the trees. If you see what I mean. Why does he talk like you, Lucifer? Why does he talk weird? Like actually, I have a confession. I actually am Peter Molyneux. Oh, okay. That's, that would that make a lot more it. sense. Well, I guess what he's trying to what he's trying to say is no. He's not Brown trying to say is, what he's purposely avoiding new, trying to say. The new next gen color. Everything is brown. Oh, <laughs> real. I thought that was the last next gen color. Is it still the next next? Well, first of all, we're in current gen. There's no more next gen. Next gen's dead. We're, it's been over a year since the last console came out. But no, next gen's a PS4. Yeah, next. Okay, fair enough. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> that is acceptable. This game will be brown, which will be more realistic. Right. So it'll be a vagrant well, story. Fantastic. Or Final Fantasy XI. <laughs> it's nothing not, wrong with that. Yes. Yeah. No. It's not brown. Winders is green. It's not my fault. You it's can't. It's mostly see. brown though. Cyrotob Maruda. Well, not in the past. It's all green. Oh, well. So you need the expansion to get green. Isn't that <laughs> yes. kind of sad? It adds a new well, color. Later expansion. Will that's be. yeah. Your new. That's the main feature. Your new expansion, isn't it? New color, more realism, green. Oh, actually, it's dancing. Oh yeah, dancing. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Well, he is dancer so, of the month. I'm dancer dan- of the month. I yeah, must. The, must. 
Good the job. staff has decided that Michael is the dancer of the month. Bow, bow, wow. Are you leveling no. dancer, Lucifer? Most certainly not. Most certainly not. <laughs> can't level his main job. Why would he level that one? I, I don't know. Apparently he has derision towards the job. Yeah, it's a terrible Any- job for terrible people. So does anybody care about Fable 2? <laughs> yes, um, really. I didn't play the first one. It doesn't really appeal to me. So you guys are going to have to sell this one. I played I mean, Black and White back in the day, and every Peter Molyneux game ends up being the same game, just looking a little different. What I want from Fable 2 is what they this promised one will be me Fable that I didn't get. Such as? <clears throat> um, where it, fighting isn't really how you progress the story. They were like, you're going to have this entire life, and you could actually go through the whole game and not fight. And you yeah. could you know, have this entire interesting content and completely didn't do it. So huh. Fable 2 actually had completely interesting content. But you get a dog. Killing everything? Well, the dog has to kill everything. That. Uh, I'd rather have a cat. Can you, can you make... So you can go evil or good in Fable. Can your dog go evil or good? Yes. Oh, I sweet. think you can. Okay, well, that, that makes it worthwhile. Get to develop your evil puppy. We I'd rather have, have an evil cat. Of what is worthwhile, apparently. Yes, I think evil cat should be a, an option. Yeah, you but they to... wouldn't. They wouldn't do anything you wanted them to do. See, the, that would be the why they're of, evil, wouldn't? Well, yeah, but they they also wouldn't hang out with you on the screen. They'd go off and do their own thing, and then they'd be the last boss by the time you got to them again, or something. It would be a that's pretty much the game. definition of a cat. Yeah, yeah. That'd you'd be an awesome game mechanic. Hours it would sleep, and you'd come what, back. What that you that a pet that you abandon, Jay, comes back and ends up being the last boss. Yes. Maybe, you know what? Maybe that explains the end of Final Fantasy IX. Maybe he's a Dane when he was a kid. He oh, had no, some no, no, I hamster. don't know. I... That's Blaster Master. Spoiler. <laughs> 25 years old. I have spoiled it. I'm Someday told. I will finish that game. As Wait. sucky as it is. Blaster Master. Oh, not Blaster Master. Final Fantasy Nine. No, Aris I understand dies Blaster at the Master. end of disc one. Oh wait, did You've you not, not fi- hold on? Hold. Final you didn't finish Fantasy nine, nine. I could not finish Nine. It was oh, so fan service heavy. I died. All right, Mike. Oh. Uh, no. I didn't trust me. There's no spoiler here. At the end, there's just okay. a boss that like, where the hell did this boss come from? And he's there, and you well, gotta like, fight him. Like after like the real main boss, and there's like another main boss, and it's just ridiculous. So I'm it's sensing like, it all over again. We need to overthrow the president. He's not finished Final Fantasy Nine. Blasphemy. It is. No, I didn't it's, like it's Nine. A crime. a crime. It's okay. I didn't finish Twelve. Bush hasn't finished yet. Nine either. So I need I to finish Twelve. Oh. I will finish oh. Twelve, but I haven't done it yet. So I feel worse I for that than nine. him not finishing Nine. I can understand why he didn't finish Nine. I have no excuse. Hooray. I haven't finished Twelve. Actually, good. Yeah, I'm crying over here. I'm sorry. We'll we'll make it a priority at some point. After the after the twenty five games that came out in the last month, I just no, recently no, no. finished nine again this summer. Stop telling me how to do my show, Jay. I'll I'll keep it moving. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hint taken. At least we don't have dead air this time. Yeah, I know. That's the benefit of having a billion people, I guess. Dragon Quest Five DS announced for spring release in Japan. We already knew this game was coming, right? So it's just yes. we have a date not now. officially. When did four come out? Did four come out already? Yes. All right. yes. It came so. out last yeah, it, month. Last month. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So now we have a date for five. No date for six yet. Okay. So um, when did Hopefully four come week. out? When did four come out? This past week, you said? November. 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 So fall, spring. I bet six will come out in the summer. It was kind of disappointing, you, though. It, did, it didn't sell as many copies as I, th- as I think they were expecting. It didn't 
it wasn't like Dragon Quest Eight, which sold three million in the first weekend. And four is the sold. most four is the most well loved one, right? Um, I think so. Most well loved. Um, I'm sorry. Come up with another phrase, I guess. The the, the what the mostest lo- I don't I can't speak. The one the people favorite. like the most. Yeah, the favorite. <laughs> Let's favorite. go with favorite. Fan favorite. It's, it's in like America. The, it is. It's, it's the seven of fun, of Dragon Quest. Oh, so it's crap. Oh, jeez. <laughs> what is this? I was invited to a podcast, not a Final Fantasy VII Smackdown. Yeah, you're right. No, there's good things about seven. I just I couldn't follow the story, and that's always made me upset about it. Because <laughs> oh. the translation needs help. Yeah. This guy are sick. That and I, yeah. of course, and it reeks of early gen things <laughs> that they need to do better, but. They did. Oh, well. They didn't have a good feeling. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> if only I'm, they had Ted Woosley, then it would have been better. Yes. Well, just oh, wait for oh, the no. PS3 remake. I love how they included <laughs> that line in 12. <laughs> what? Right. The I had a good feeling. That whole, um, yeah, the whole back thing. and forth is in the beginning of one of the cutscenes in 12. When you get Larsa on your way to uh, Mount Baramases. Yeah. You hear the children in the background. Oh, doing no. the- yeah, Vaughn and Penelo and Lar- I don't know who other... I think Lars Lars. are talking to each other and they, they're going through that script about I got a good feeling and all that stuff. While the main character, like the other, the adults are in the background talking about real stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it's really funny. The adults are talking. I love that. It's really funny. See, I, it's I, actually, I actually went back to my last save point just to watch it again. It was great. I'm probably going to play 12 again just because it was so much fun. Mm. It's a beautiful I'll have to remember to remember that next time. <laughs> Same here. So, Fantasy Star goes portable, which um, PSP is for the causing... PSP. I'm confused a bit because didn't we already have Fantasy Star remakes announced for portable systems like forever ago, and they still haven't come out? Well, this is like Fantasy Star... Oh. This is an original, original game. game. Right. This is new game. Yeah, but I don't want a new game. They're not doing as well with the new games. It's Fantasy Star Universe, which is a a horrid shell of what Fantasy Star once was placed online, except this is going to be ad hoc on the PSP. Wait, 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 wait. ad hoc? Yeah. Like, they're going to do infrastructure on the PSP. But but then you're going to be online with nobody. Exactly. Like every other online PSP game. game. No, 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 Star Wars, you're good to actually go online. Well, but like, you know, Disgaea, Final Fantasy. Every other RPG, yeah. Yeah, every other RPG, ad hoc. uh So they're taking the whole content of like an MMO type game, putting it on a portable system, and then making it to where you can only play with four players that are nearby. Yeah, these Fantasy Star Universe games, are the single player quests really the strong point? (laughs) (laughs) No, huh? All right. Fantasy Star Portable and Fail. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's um, a moment of silence so, for it. Rest in peace. You're not even out yet. Did anyone play the <laughs> did anyone play the new one Ambition of the Illuminus on Xbox three sixty? No. I no. thought about it, then I came to my senses. Good I man. always see it just sitting there as downloadable content and I didn't even understand if I needed to own the game or not to use it. You don't. Oh, okay. Well, you might have to for the Xbox three sixty version. It came out on the PS two as well, and you could but buy it separately all- and play Oh. Just the single player mission. Yeah, I don't have time for it. Yeah. Yawn. All we want is a game like um, 
Final Fantasy what? 7. No, no, no. Um, <laughs> Fantasy Star 4 again. That's what they need to do. That was awesome. The $90 Genesis mean, game. I, I don't know. I rented it and played it in a week. It was a lot cheaper that way. But they probably what they need to do is actually make Fantasy Star 5 someday. Yeah. Hmm. That'd be awesome. What a novel I, idea. But how many times yeah. can you kill the ultimate evil in the universe? I don't know. How many times can I play the same Fantasy Star online game? So what they need to do is make a u- universe, probably. Stop trying to tie it all together. Uh, well, they are making... See, they have Fantasy Star universe, and then nobody oh, cares. Right. Okay. But it's one place. Because it's not a Fantasy Star game. It's this new... Um, well, okay, so there's... A, I shouldn't badmouth Fantasy Star, because I know people really love it back on the Dreamcast and stuff. So mm. The first online one. The Genesis. Oh, oh well... Yeah. <clears throat> I'm talking about the online ones, yeah. Yeah, but what they, I mean, they, I had a PSO one for a character for a long time, and it still doesn't, it's not Fantasy Star, it's like, it's just Fantasy like Star the side chili thing. Yeah. Yep. I was trying not to figure out how to tie it, because it's not really an, even an MMO. There's no real quest. You just go and kill monsters with other people because it's a good time. You know, speaking of mo- online monster slaying games, um, has anyone <laughs> been playing uh, Hellgate? Yes. Who? Cricket. Cricket. Have you, Mike? Yes. Okay. Um, we'll I, I guess I was hoping for more than just a yes. <laughs> well, no, I mean, that's part of the we're playing stuff, if you like to sort things properly. Oh, you've been playing it in this past week, then? Yeah. Okay, cool. I got the retail version, finally. Excellent. All right, we'll talk about it later, then. Uh, first of all, Square is jumping... Awful headline. Square jumps up, festively to close out 2007. <laughs> How do you jump festively? I don't know. Like a dancer. You put um, on a hat. For people who couldn't you figure it out, he's, he's talking sun about helmet. jump festa. If you have a sun helmet on, you can jump festively. Jay? Just so you know. The tree. Not Does jump festa jump mean anything in Japanese that doesn't make sense in English? Jump festa? Yeah. I think it's supposed to be like festival, but because... That would be really long in Japanese. They changed it to festa. Festival is a long word in Japanese? Kind of like it'd convention like, is a long word here. It'd be here like and festival. It'd be like oh, very, they'd have to long. say it in English, right, of course. Yeah. Right. So, what am I thinking? And also, <laughs> your choices would be, if you want to have just fest, it would be festo or festa. So that mix, you know, because you can't just have a T. It's like, like Spanish. Fest, like festito or Festa. So I guess they went with festa because I think it sounds like festival. It's all you know, happy. All right, that's awesome. From the makers who brought you Final Fantasy and then twelve of its best friends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So well, yeah, they're having some kind of an event. Yeah. Well, it's jump it has this event every year. Tone yeah, down not, from yeah, here though. Jump. There's two games. But what's really good is the closed theater trailers, which I wish I could see it. We have well, that looks like the same ones from TGS. No, yeah. these are new ones. Oh, okay. It's the same yes. games from TGS. They probably have three extra seconds of footage. Yeah, most likely. That's what they did last time. Hey, that's enough for me. I'm well, dying to, fly I'm back dying to, to see the trailer. Let us know how it goes. Well, we should get Gorn. I haven't seen the trailer for Kingdom Hearts yet. Well, can we get Gorn to go to it? Gorn? Who's out in Japan? Isn't it Gorn? No, oh, no. yeah, maybe. We have Gaijin. Gaijin? Oh, Gaijin, sorry. Started with a G, I got confused. Yeah, Gaijin. But you're talking about Gorn. Oh. Yeah, I, I meant Gaijin. I'm sorry, Gorn. Um, we can ask Gaijin or we could ask question. Paul. 
Yes, we can go, have both. Of go them check go. it out for us. You know, Give us double the pleasure. And then get them on the podcast. They can talk about it. Feel impressions of stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. Pod- See, we have a podcast now, so people can come out and talk about stuff. <laughs> I always wondered what I did on Saturday mornings. Yeah, yeah. Okay, um, that's pretty much it for news. Hey, they're getting Final Fantasy Thank 4 playable. Goodness. Final Fantasy 4 DS 4 playable. was already playable. Oh. At the when? last thing. Uh, oh, yeah, it was. Well, it, it, it's going to be more and, playable now, because it'll be out have, It'll be even yeah, more Dragon playable. Yeah, Dragon Quest 4 playable that is already out, and they could go play it in their house. So. They and if you've seen really the latest trailer, <laughs> the latest trailer for Final Fantasy 4 DS is awesome. I mean, yes, it is. I drool want on the table awesome. so much. Oh really? I'm actually yeah. I'm actually if they make a, a special edition DS with that's packaged with Final Fantasy four, I will import it. This where has we, been one of the only DS games I've wanted to import. I've just been a big Final Fantasy four fan for this forever. Would be anyway, the, so. the Japanese story trailer you are referring to? Yes. Okay. But mainly, I just want to replace my DS since I got mine signed by Miyamoto. Yes, yeah, yes, we know. We know. Those of us who know Jay and went to E three with him have been hearing about this DS that was signed by Miyamoto um, many, many, many times. Have you washed your hands since you shook his hand? I don't think he has. Alright, I've got this trailer up. i got this trailer up, this Final Fantasy IV Japanese story trailer. Can you hear it? Oh, yes. Good. It looks... I don't, I don't awesome. know. It's, so lots of CG. The thing is that the gameplay doesn't look like this. I mean, they've got... The real gameplay has Rosa dressed like I don't know why they have her dressed like that and <laughs> there's not a it's ton of CG in the If you'll notice there's a whole lot of in-game Well, I'm only 40 seconds in awesome and it's all been CG. Okay. Finally. All right. All right. So yeah, I was good that the CG would actually be visible somehow and I looked at what it was in the video and I'm like that's just not going to happen. I don't know. Now that we've seen like a Ninja Gaiden on the DS, it seems uh like you can do better than this. But this well, it's is more not colorful. Re- like Revenant Wings. So, two screens. I can't wait to hear the entire soundtrack to this one though, the remastered soundtrack. Or that will be probably the best part. Oh. There's so many good soundtracks coming out. You know what the problem is? I still haven't finished the remake of this on the GBA. And really? Yeah, I haven't. Shame on you. I know. I haven't I finished the remake awesome. of 6 on the GBA. I need to do that, too. I have too many things. I haven't even... My I problem is I play too five. many different games, so I never get done with anything. Golpes. Aw, it's the twins. Oh, the twins are awesome. Yep. This... Oh. And Did you hear that apparently they actually tell which one's the boy? <laughs> How? Oh, okay, because the, the other one has a higher voice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I see now. The obvious way. Why are they showing that scene already? All right. It seems like a spoiler you, scene will to the show. the game come out from when? Yeah, I know. 91. Thank you. We'll call you Brian Jr. I was in fifth grade playing that. Is that a... Like before no, I, I even knew that Final that Fantasy... Well, actually, 1990 for the Japanese release, but 91 for the American release. Yeah, 91 for us. Final thing. Fantasy 2. Edge. Edge looks pretty cool. Edge yeah. looks awesome. The kunai and all that, that's pretty great. I just wonder if we're going to get the new names in this translation. If it's going to be Gilbert instead of Edward. If we're going to have Kane with a C instead of Kane with a K. The new, oh, does it really matter? New names, as in like 
did they change them to the GBA one or what? No, no, no. They we're still no. the same names. So why would they be different? Because he's excited. Who knows? Because no. his name in his name in Japan is Gilbert. Oh, okay, Edward. okay. And because this is more than just a toss port. <laughs> they didn't change Tara's name though, so I don't know. I I would think for. Uh, I don't think I don't think they're going to change it because of nostalgia, but. But you can rename them whatever you want. You got naming away. Oh, okay. Is it frightening that I thought Kane was a girl when I first played that long, that long is ago? A bit frightening. That is frightening. Yeah, a bit. Well, if, unless you saw the Amano artwork, in which case I that's totally excusable. Everyone is a girl Amano. in the Amano artwork. A girl. I renamed Cecil Mac, and then I named Kane Debbie. So. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> And who was Debbie in your fifth grade crush? That's what I want to know. It got really disturbing about halfway through the game. <laughs> You're like, oh God, why do I change it? Uh, thank God for naming way. Uh, <laughs> wow. Um, since we just uh, wow, ten. I hate I hate to ruin the mood, but I, I do need to credit game trailers for having that trailer up because that's where I got it from. Um, anyway. Oh God. Yeah. Uh, well, so, since we it. yeah, the beautiful theme of love for MTV, <laughs> making more video sites than I can keep up with. But on the bright okay. side, at least Game Trailers actually has videos, unlike MTV itself. Oh, Game Trailers is pretty good. Mm-hmm. I like their service. I don't know how they're making money because that's got to cost them a ton. But they don't need no to kidding. make money. Um, it, anyway. actually, Game Trailers is also with Spike TV, isn't it? Yeah. It's also on Spike TV. Oh, okay. That explains that then. Nice side. Anyway. <laughs> on to new releases. This week, there are like no new releases. Um, well, of real- Warriors of the Lost Empire has kind of been bumped back again, I guess, technically, maybe. So, once again, oh, wait, it's a new I- release for this week. Warriors of the Lost Okay. I didn't get that in here. Sorry about that. So, PSP action RPG that nobody knows anything about. Exactly. It's going to be 30 Oh, bucks, that, so. that's right. This is the one that last week we looked at their previous games, and yeah, didn't work out too well. All right. Yeah. All right. So we have do we do have some downloadable games, which I'm excited about, hey. um, including one that was in the story that I missed. So let me start with that. Folklore is getting some new content, and it is The Kidnap Folk and Bottom of the Sea, which I guess adds some quests and some folk and... Uh, New costume, which of course is what people are most looking forward to, I'm sure. What matters is Wild Arms is downloadable now. Yes, Wild Arms. So I have asked since I played Wild Arms to the point where I got a golem and then I thought it was stupid and I didn't want to play anymore because I think Final Fantasy VII came out. Uh, Is the remake means that I don't want the original or do I want the original anyway? You should get the original anyway. Which remake? Alter Code F? Alter Code F, yeah. Good lord, stay away from that one and play the original. Play them both. Alter Code they, F has a decent soundtrack. That's all about all it has going It has an amazing yes. Wild Arms had the amazing, like, whistly, happily western soundtrack. Yes, Wild Arms that. is awesome. Wild Arms Alter Code F is like, it's neutered half-brother. That <laughs> but the soundtrack found. is the same music, but Ugh. better mastered, much, I assume. Much, better. Oh, yeah. God, the music is amazing in that game. Yeah. Best soundtrack I've heard in years. Oh, I should pick the, the exception of the Vox Humana on the world map. I really couldn't get over that. That that ah 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 that keeps coming in. It's a little a little jarring. <laughs> I don't know what he's doing on his side of the microphone, but what I is don't... a what is a Vox Humana? I know Vox is voice, but and Humana would be like people. 
humans. Vox Humana is. He's a, referring to a song on the from the soundtrack. Oh, that's the name of it. Okay. Yeah, I think so. All right. But the, the name of the song is not Vox Humana. That's the name of the instrument that produces a fake oh. voice. Oh. Yeah. You've never played the theater organ, I see. No, I have not. <laughs> why? Why was I expected to have played the theater organ? Because I have, and so everyone else must. It's a standard instrument in school, isn't it? <laughs> where did you Where did you take your logic lessons? The internet. I have. Therefore, everyone else must. <laughs> I spent four I years in seminary studying logic. This is how it is. It was the seminary. seminary was offered via message board service. <laughs> You're getting away from from how awesome Wild Arms is. It is awesome. It's five bucks. And yes. for the few people that haven't modified their PSP and downloaded their own PlayStation games onto it, yes, not that anybody would do that. No, no one would do that. Not only has the train derailed, it's now gone off the track. And into yeah. an orphanage. What? <laughs> into an orphanage. Well, that's it's where like derailed trains go. Why? Well, that's... Because Were it's they, sadder I that way, I guess. I don't know. Shave their hair and get in front of cameras. So, Wild what? Arms is awesome. So, so yeah, Wild Arms. Go pick it up. You can play it. Um, you can go to the PlayStation Store, store.playstation.com now to download directly to your PSP. You can also go, if you have a PS3, um, and Do they really expect get me it there. To, you can... to my PSP? Say what, Mike? Is there, like, a link? Well, I'm just looking. We have the Wild Arms, like, link. Yeah. And then it goes ID, UD, no, 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 no. I'm like, they don't expect me to type that, do they? Yes. Oh, yeah. No, they don't. Absolutely. You go to store.playstation.com and, and search for it. I just had the full link in the notes. Okay. Yeah. Um, no, you've got to type the whole thing, Mike. No, that would take me forever. You should be able to click from your PDF file and get there, too. But anyway. Onto my PSP. Well, no. Um, what happens is... It, okay, I should explain this. If With the <laughs> new upgraded PlayStation Store, there is a little downloadable program you get. And what it does Show is when you click on a game and buy it, um, I just did this last night. I picked up the Beats uh, music game on it. Uh, it'll open the for, uh, the file with that little PlayStation downloader that you get. And what your PlayStation downloader will do, it will look for PlayStations attached to your computer that are connected in USB mode. And then it will automatically download the game onto their memory stick. And then oh, you can okay. Play them. okay that How many banks is it? Do you submit a number? Is it like 300 banks or something? Um, For what? For wild arms. Wild arms, yeah, it says uh, two hundred ninety-nine. So you need a you need a decent size memory stick. You're not going to be able to do this with the thirty-two meg one that came. But with you that. fantastic I mean, you can't, memory stick. You can't yeah. put games on thirty-two megs. No, sorry, oh. not 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 a full ISO from a PlayStation One game. A full ISO of three hundred megs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. By the way, you have like a four gig card. What's your problem? I do. I don't have a problem with it. Someone else was said you were full. Oh, is that more? Oh, I was I was full last night because I have a uh, other stuff. I have there. I have all right. I have so questionable material. I've I've used custom firmware on my PSP and as so, have I. So I take like uh, Crisis Core and Tactics, which I own in real copies of, and I convert mm-hmm. them to ISO by just connecting to my PlayStation and dragging and dropping the file over, and then I put them onto my memory card, so I have less load times and I can take more games with me easily. Indeed. And that's what's eating up all the space. Oh, my crisis core. It's not laggy. Um, B- 
because you need that in ISO form to put that translation patch on it. Oh. Yeah, that was the main reason That's I got true. it, so that I could get that English patch for the menus on there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. which is well. very handy. Um, no, I, I can already read the menu, so I never had this problem. Oh, Unless well. they have items. If they if they translate the items, then I'm upset. No, they did not, because that would take a while. And I actually haven't checked on it in a while. I should check. We'll have to do that later. Yes. So another st- another game came out, um, this time on the Wii. It is a TurboGrafx-16 action RPG called The Dynastic Hero, which kind of like the name of, even though it doesn't seem to mean anything. Um, did anybody play this back in the day? Has anybody That'd heard of it? <clears throat> who had what? a Turbo Graphic sixteen? Somebody. One of us? I had a friend who had one. Mm, yeah. <laughs> it cost like six hundred dollars and had Bonk's Adventure. Excuse me. Sorry. The GG sixteen. I have no idea. I don't think it ever cost six hundred dollars. If this was the only Neo Geo. Neo Geo was that expensive, but the Turbo Graphics sixteen was like three hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. Wait, but it much. did. But it did have Bonk's Adventure. Yes, it did. And now, for much not- less, you can buy the only good games on the system on your Wii, pretty much. But unless Yay. there's, well, probably there's probably some that didn't come out here that are like excellent, like most systems. Mm. We only had to wait 14 years for them too, so that's awesome. 14 years. That's a quick turnaround. I think so. Well, it's what they're used to in Europe. <laughs> <laughs> Turning it back to the PAL users. This one? There are no PAL users. In Europe today. It's something that they do. The companies, they say they're making games for PAL users, but they're actually on vacation. There are no PAL users. Uh huh. Yeah, they've all imported American systems and just played the games mm-hmm. like we do. So let's move on to feedback. Um, a couple things came through in the thread. Uh, the first one is that uh, you guys really like to complain about Fire Emblem, apparently. Yeah, I couldn't figure out why we were complaining about Fire Emblem in the podcast thread and not in the Fire Emblem thread. Yeah, well, because we talked about it in the podcast, so. Okay. What's Fire Emblem? Is it a game? Excited. Yes. <laughs> well, <laughs> we'll talk about that when I talk about the review in a minute, since we had a staff review. I thought that we, we talked about the review last week. I thought we did. No, as well. I hadn't reviewed yeah, it. Talked about how he hadn't beat it yet. And oh, that's getting. Oh, yes, right. Okay, we Sorry mocked him enough. All right. So, all right. Uh, skip that next one, and then we got a message on the board from Immortalis, who sent a nice thank you message for the podcast to Jay. And there were a couple more in the thread, um, so it's nice to see those. Um, just this was the one I saw first. Thanks. Was that Immortalis said that he sent. He wanted to express his thanks for a great episode. Ever since he heard the first episode about two weeks ago, he had to listen to the rest of them. He felt entertained as well as informed after he listens, and it's opened his eyes to all the RPGs he's missing, particularly the DS RPGs. Which is, uh, that's, I'm, I'm very glad to see that, that somehow our talking about here is helping people realize that there are RPGs on other systems they haven't tried, because there's a lot of good stuff out there. <clears throat> well, I, was, I thought that was interesting, but particularly the DS RPGs, because I was thinking you know, ahead for the next year, and well, what which console is going to have all the RPGs? And I'm like, oh wait, it's going to be the DS and the PSP. There aren't any really for the handhelds, or for the consoles, it's all handheld, so it's really big if you miss the DS. I don't need any more games right now, so I don't mind. <laughs> yeah. Playing Rock Band, what are you talking about? Oh, man. 
Yeah, I got a rock band party tonight. It's gonna be fun. <laughs> but uh, we we have Lost Odyssey coming out, and um, I, I didn't say the word any. I said there aren't many. No, I, I'm trying to think of all the ones that we care about that are coming out for consoles. Uh, Lost Odyssey, Blue Dragon Two. No, Blue Dragon. I'm talking about stuff really Red, coming out this year. Anyway. Oh, oh, Lost Odyssey is not coming this out year? this year. It isn't. Well, this next year being next year. I meant oh eight. He meant 08. I meant the next year, because Mike's talking about the next year. So, yeah, and it, I know Lost Odyssey, but um, I pretty, what else? I just wrote I, an I editorial about this very subject. What? Oh. And okay. about what's, what console stuff's coming out this next year. Well, let's go to your editorial. Yes. Well, see. You no, see. I know we have you on here, but it's more fun to, to pick, a tar- okay. pick apart your, uh, your, your words. Is it Winds <laughs> oh, of Change? <laughs> yes, sir. Okay. It's not just about what's coming out this year. It's about... <laughs> A lot of different things, but I mentioned the f- very few console RPGs that we have that are either confirmed to come out. Everything's coming on portable systems. All right, all right. Ladies and gentlemen, a dramatic interpretation of Winds of Change by Michael Maxstorm Cunningham. <laughs> there have been so many games in limbo right now. Oh, no. <laughs> we have those that we just know are coming, but haven't been officially announced. Bean. We have games like Crisis Core. Dash Final Fantasy 7 Dash, Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles, Ring of Fates, and Final Fantasy Tactics A2. Along with those, we have recent and upcoming Japanese releases like Ash, Dragon Quest IV, and Final Fantasy IV. But we have only a small handful of officially announced games for North America. Dragon Quest Swords, Lost Odyssey, Wild Arms XF, <clears throat> excuse me, Crossfire, and Dungeon Explorer... <laughs> That's a PSP game. Look at that list above. <laughs> Two console RPGs. Last year marked a major shift in the number of portable RPGs, and 2008 doesn't look to be reversing that trend. With the next generation of consoles taking a longer time to ramp up than in the past, portable RPGs are becoming easier to develop and more profitable in the long run for publishers. In 2007, we had at least 40-plus portable RPGs between the DS and PSP, but only around 30 console RPGs. If you take out the 17 PS2 RPGs, you are left with only a tiny handful of original RPGs for the big three next-gen systems. Let me break this Current down gen, even sorry. further. And look at that big name... Look at big name RPGs for the big three systems. There was Folklore, Super Paper Mario, Not Blue never. Dragon, Eternal Sonata, Mass Effect, and Fire Emblem Radiant Dawn. That's it. This year was carried by portable RPGs and the PS2. I fear to see how the next year will play out for console RPGs, but it doesn't look great. Dragon Quest Swords is a nice enough looking title, but it doesn't have groundbreaking written on it. That just leaves Lost Odyssey and whatever else actually makes it to North America. I'm excited about Lost Odyssey, but I don't think that it alone has the power to outweigh the dominance of portable RPGs in the coming year. Looks like RPG gamers are going to be gamers on the go for the next year or so. That touched me like the first time my grandfather read The Night Before Christmas to us. He touched you. <laughs> you know what he did while he was reading it. Thanks. Okay. Um, so, yeah, there, there is it is current gen. Back that we're doing current gen, and it does take between two and three years to get the full-fledged RPGs out. Yeah. But it just it seems there's been a major shift. Well, Mass Effect finally came out, and that, to me, signifies that a big time-consuming RPG... Should, they should be showing up now. So 
Yeah, but I guess the, 360 well, has the year. Well, history. I think what the, the issue is, yeah, 360 has a poor history of RPGs, and now people are starting to realize, oh, we better start making games for it, and so they're probably working on it now. And then PS3, everyone's like, oh, uh, oh uh, what do we do Where now? Where are the RPGs? <laughs> well, the, I, I have a feeling that they're questioning the development that they may or may not have been doing, or they just had so much trouble getting development going on that system that it just hasn't started or hasn't progressed far enough yet. So that leaves the Wii that nobody wants, you know, nobody wanted to develop for at first because they thought, oh, it's, you know, who's going to accept it? And then now is it, it isn't really an RPG player system. So, yeah, we get to wait, I guess. We also must remember that Mass Effect was Western made, so we didn't have the six to nine month delay for translations. Yeah, that's true. So Lost Odyssey's coming, though. Yeah. Yay. I mean, just came it, out in Japan. Yeah, but we're, it's only a three-month delay for translation. I'm excited. Are people liking it? It was in Japan? supposed to be. It was supposed to be a simultaneous release, but it's the 360. Got on that it has one. one. Say what? That's the thing. It's the 360 in Japan. Nobody has one. No, oh, I've read. Right. I've read some decent reviews so far. Early impressions of them. <clears throat> Because people were really worried about how that game wasn't very playable at TGS and for a game that was about to come out. One of the quotes I read somewhere said that the demo was crap. The very first demo that came out was total garbage, uh-huh. and it's been majorly improved at least 30% from, if that's a major improvement, but 30 times greater than what it was. So Sounds like a major improvement. Well, being playable sounds like an improvement. True. <laughs> if my choice is not playable and playable, I think playable is an improvement. Well, so just look at what other console play. RPGs we're going to have before Is anybody going to import it? I don't know. No, wait the three speak. months. I will speak English. Don't have so. any way to play it. Isn't it region locked? Is it? I, don't, I didn't think the 360 was region locked. Maybe it is. I thought it was only for movies. <laughs> Obviously, Maybe. it hasn't really been a big issue, so... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Most the, the of the good stuff game. coming out in the U.S. made, so... I can wait yeah. till February. If someone knows and wants to post in the forum if it's region locked or not, that'd just be good to know. Oh, this is the internet. Wikipedia. Oh, you're just going to go look. Yeah. 360 region You know, I'm locked. trying to get people to actually post in our forums, but you just want to go look and give them the answer. Oh. Just like... Because it's our job to give them the answers, not to ask them for the answers. It's yes, feedback, it man. Locked. There are certain things that are feedback, and there are certain things that just, that's our job. And there we go. Region locked. I forgot what I was doing. You were doing I a think podcast. We're, yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if I could ever do one thing at a time, I'd let you know. Right. I thought you were still trying to fight your cats from your waffles. <laughs> yeah. Waffles have been eaten, unfortunately, by humans. Oh. No, that's fortunately, because you're a human. Yeah. Yeah. I All said right. unfortunately. And fortunately. Yes, yes, yes. So, um, just want to let people know that we have a preview of Lost Odyssey up on the site now. So you can go check that out. Uh, Jonathan Self wrote that. And so, I'm sure he has some good info about it. And he does have some good info. Sweet. So, what do we have for... Uh, yeah, I didn't realize I sounded unsure, and I shouldn't sound unsure. I'm sure. So... We'll have to get some feedback on the Japanese review situation, see if it's really well-liked. Then again, Eternal Sonata was kind of like not too well-liked over there, and it's been received here better, so it might not mean yeah, much. With the people that give import reviews, or at least previews, then 
the Japanese what they think because we just think differently. Yeah. Well, I thought it was, uh, you know, I'm not sure now whether or not the Eternal Sonata reviews that were bad were the import reviews or the Japanese reviews. That game is a piece of art and everyone should own it. Yeah. Sounds good to me. Even if you don't own a 360, go buy it now. <laughs> we, we played this game with Persona 3. We're not going to play it with Eternal Sonata. You need to start playing Persona 3 now, Mike. Uh, I yeah. thought you Final Fantasy no. 9. We didn't want you. We no, couldn't make it no, no. <laughs> you don't need to finish Final Fantasy 9. You need to start, I'd have to start over Persona no, 3. I'm not starting in the middle of the second disc or something. Yeah. How long would it take to play this Final Fantasy 9 anyway? I mean, these are back when games weren't like 300 hours long. I'm, I'm sure it's a 60 hour game. Oh. It, I've been Final Fantasy 9? 40 hours. You can rush through it in like 30 or 25. Well, there's no dialogue worth reading, so I could rush through it. Every game I play oh. in is like a 60-hour RPG. It's like, they always last that long. I don't know why. Dragon Quest Monsters was like 30 hours. Okay, Dragon Quest Fire lasted like well 150. over 100. <laughs> Dragon Quest 8 was 100, 110. What did he say? He said, Dragon, uh, just, he said Fire Emblem was 150. I just played through Final <laughs> Fantasy 9 this past summer. It took 22 hours to finish. Okay. And, but you knew what you were doing. Did you do all the card game stuff? No. Yeah. I just played through the story, and um, it was on the <coughs> PSP. Um, so it was nice to be able to play it whenever I wanted. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, great game. Cool. Air Press should play it. What are we talking about? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're talking about... Uh, what were we you. Talking? We were talking about Lost we're Odyssey about and then... Uh, whether or not you were playing a Persona 3. Because Lucifer had recommended you get Eternal Sonata, and you were like, oh, I'm already getting a game that you guys recommended, and I'm not doing that again. Well, no, not 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 the whole, I'm not doing it again. It's the whole, we're not bringing this up at every podcast for the next 20 months or whatever. Oh, okay. So, staff reviews. Jordan, what about Fire Emblem? Well, when I finally finished it... Um... <laughs> Should, let me pull up my review just so I can read parts Something about of it. Uh, around 150 hours, sounds like. No, well, well, you had to play it twice. You yeah. had to play it twice. It's a game so nice, you play it twice. Starting over was never so much fun. <laughs> it's so true. Um, that's what the title is? That's what the title is of the review. Wow. Which also, I mean, you're going to have to start over your missions a lot because you're going to have someone die, and then you're going to start over. And, and that's, that's again. fun. And then, then you're going to start yeah, that, over. That's joyous. Yeah. Well, and then when you finally finish the mission, you're like, yeah. I mean, you feel like a god. And then, you know, you go to the next mission and you get, you know, you your, your butt, butt hit to you. And then your you butt restart it. You. And then you restart it. And then you finally win it. And you keep doing this for a very long time. And by it the sounds end, like a bully at school. It's like, I'm just going to kick your butt every day, and you're going to like it. Well, see, the thing is, you do like it. Okay. Maybe I'm, <laughs> I'm going with the second option. <laughs> I'm going with that one. I love but, Fire Emblem, but the way you're making it sound is kind really of disturbing. It's, it's really hard, but you also have the battle saves, which helps to mitigate it a lot. It has a really great the, plot. It has great music. Um... Wasn't the challenge labeled? Oh, that was Brian's. It said "wusses need not apply." Yeah, yeah, that was nice. If you put it on easy, it's not that bad because you get a lot of experience. I'm replaying it again on normal, trying to 
use some of the characters I didn't use and just actually try and unlock hard, which for some reason I think I want to try. Um, <laughs> oh, no. Contact us next year. Well, I guess next year's sooner than I think. Than it used to be. <laughs> Contact us in the summer when you actually get around to that. Yeah, it's going to take a long time to actually get through that, but it's, I mean, it's it's a fun game. It's not for everybody. It is, you know, it's a, it's a it's a TRPG. If you don't like TRPGs, then you're probably not going to like Fire Emblem. Um, I like TRPGs to kick me in the head. It is really hard, but you know, as long as you actually think every move out and really stay on top of everything, it's not that hard. Which gets you really hard to... at 2 a.m. in the morning when you're going through the map on the 14th try. You start to make mistakes. That's the only problem just, I have with it. Fans <laughs> back on, get them off the ceiling fan, find all you the You just can't make any mistakes. That's that's yeah. the thing. If, if you make it's a mistake, very unforgiving. someone will die. Yeah. Possibly multiple people will die. Permanently. Well, it doesn't matter because yeah, you don't want anyone to die. And so that's that's the that's the trigger point. So if if yeah. it was uh if it was like, oh, one person will die, okay, it doesn't matter. You don't have any throwaway guys, so if anyone dies, you're starting over. Yeah, basically. But I mean, it's 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 turn based. They they've improved a lot of the mechanics. The shape shifting lagoos got lots of great improvements. They're actually useful now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And in fact, they end up being at least towards the end of the game. They're they're some of the best characters. Um, in a lot of the uh, regular missions up until the last mission, the lagoos are still really useful. Um, I mean, you have an, an extra class change. So once you get to your third tier class you become a god. It doesn't really matter whether you're, you know, a paladin or just a regular sword user. Whenever you, you get to that third class, you just annihilate everything. It's awesome. Except on normal mode in the last few missions. Well, that's Unless you true. do a poor job of leveling up, like apparently Jay did. Yeah, I, I was really dumb my first time, and I used the uber characters from Chapter 1 that I shouldn't have. And oh, that's a I big gave, thing. Don't use the crush mistake. characters. Yeah, a rookie mistake. We forgive you. Yeah, it well, was because the alternative is playing it over and over and over and over again. So it's just like you know, I just want this map done here, Torneo. Go get it. <laughs> well, not even Torneo. I'm thinking like Black Knight and uh, Anila, uh, which I really shouldn't have done. Mm-hmm. And. Then you get later, and in part two, I missed Har for I, somehow. Hmm. And if you don't have Har, I mean, he's like the one of the best units in the game. So I was basically crippled going into to the last last chapter, and I kind of hobbled around, <laughs> making it past the first couple of stages. Got smashed by the third stage, and came back later and actually finished that third stage with my hobbled, crippled team. But the fourth one still kind of killed mm. me, so I restarted for good. And yeah. So now I'm playing it for the third time. I mean, I wouldn't play it three times if it weren't a really good game. Well, then why is it only a four out of five? Um, It does have a few flaws. Like I mentioned, it doesn't tell you about the um, conversations. All of the uh, tutorials are only in easy, so if you skip those, then you're going to find out... You can access a- them in normal. <laughs> You go through can the you? Men- yeah, you can go through the menu and get to the mall. It's just it, it, there's a guide or something when you bring up the menu on the on the map. It's it's in there. I've been accessing them. It doesn't really tell you about that unless no, it doesn't. Know, it does not tell you. It's uh, you have to go find it and do it yourself. You no, know, there there are a lot of things that would be useful, like knowing about how 
terrain differences can can affect how, how you walk. You know, if you have a paladin on sand, then they can move one square. You know, so I had one of the missions is in a desert, and I had a team of paladins who just sort of inched, you know, like <laughs> who inched across the sand, I trying see a not bunch to of horses die. running across sand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. You know, I had no idea that I was that when I did this that I was Wasn't there shooting a movie myself with that? at the foot. Um, Hidalgo. Yeah, they were able to move on sand. Well, kind of apparently, yeah. Hidalgo didn't apparently make Hidalgo it into uh, Fire Emblem. Yeah. So, Ugh. my question is, though, how many games do you replay three times, Jay? Um, this is one of the first, actually. Yeah. I mean, so, I mean uh, do we count the first replay because he couldn't beat it? Yeah. I don't know. Well, I just it just seems like a game that you're going to go through multiple times like that. It seems like. That should correspond to a higher score. I don't know. Maybe I just been struggling with scores lately and trying to figure. The visuals are a little bit weak, especially for it being a Wii game. It has great looking FMVs, but you know, other than that, it doesn't look that much better than a GameCube game. And I kind of feel that if it, you know, this is on, I'm still going to use the term next gen system. It should look better than games that came out two or three years ago on a weaker system. Well, it, it does look better than the GameCube one, just not, I mean, it, I don't know, it looks like it's a Wii game, much. really. I, I, I guess, can we really fault a game that has no graphics to give it? I mean, it's doing what it can on the console, isn't it? Well, compare it to you Mario that, Galaxy. Really? Oh. Say, that, say there's, what? There's no comparison between it and Mario Galaxy. Okay. Mario okay. Galaxy shines. No, that shows fair. what the Wii can do. That's fair. All right. And they've been released within a week of each other, so, you know... So it comes back to that age-old question, do you really need to score a game down for missing parts of graphics, or can it be a good enough game that that stuff doesn't matter? Well, plus, it's not it's not movie for everybody. I mean, it really is for a niche what, audience. What, yes. No, 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 no. You don't review for everybody. You're reviewing for what you think. That's how we've always stated it. Uh-huh. So the score if you seemed accurate to me. Well, I'm, I, again, and I don't I mean like to be jumping really on you here, Jay. I'm just trying to have I know, a discussion. I know. That's fine. I took off a little bit for the graphics, and I took off a little bit for, the, for some of the flaws like the um, tutorials, and it not really, it basically throwing you to the wolves. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, the you difficulty that, seems to be a real issue here. So, yeah. Yeah, see, I, I have to disagree with what Brian was saying in chat and say the difficulty can knock a score down. Well, I would knock not even, this one down. It's not Based even it doesn't feel balanced to me. It, it's it, that it it doesn't tell you that if if you don't talk to characters that you don't get to recruit them. If you don't recruit them, then you shot yourself in the foot. It, it doesn't tell it you that. It assumes a lot of the player who they they assume basically you've played previous ones because the previous GameCube game had all these mechanics. So, but that's, you know, if that's you, not a if fair assumption to make. You know? If you don't view the base conversations, then you don't get any money, so you can't buy equipment. Mm-hmm. You don't get characters. You don't get items. You don't get, you know... Why wouldn't you, you view the, the base conversations, of... though? I didn't know they were there. It oh. didn't tell me. All right. I didn't find out about base conversations until the end of part three. Oh, wow. Well, that must have been... I oh, that would be killer. Oh, it wow. It didn't tell you that they exist. I do remember it being in a non-obvious menu entry, but I had gone through all those menu entries before going to the next uh mission because it's just something i have so, to do i just compulsive like this oh what's this entry what's this entry what's this that's entry? kind of i mean that's something that they should point out to you because that's half of the plot 
that is a lot of what helps you get through the game. Mm-hmm. And the fact that they don't draw attention to that kind of, I mean, that that's worth at least, you know, knocking off a half a point. Mm-hmm. But aside from that, it's a great game, you know, and if you look at a, a four out of 10, we call it great. And I'm calling it a great game. Four out game. of five. So we say four out of five is great. Yeah, okay. four, out of, four out of ten would be pretty bad. Yeah, yeah. Four out of ten is horrid. Four out of five is great. What do you guys think like about scoring methodologies? Do you think um, all games should start Bring with a on. four and you start taking points, or start with a five and start taking points off, or do you believe it's more something where when you're done with a game, you reflect on it and think this was a five experience or a four and a half experience? If you don't mind me answering that real quick, go for uh, it. As go um, for it. just recently hit thirty reviews on the site. And I'll have to say that looking back on all the ones that I've done, I finish the game, write the review, kind of glance at what I've done, glance at what I've said. And you can really, most of the time, I can see the score right there. Is it great? Is it good? Is it okay? You can generally tell just your thoughts. And I I guess I do tend to score maybe lower than the average person. Um, I'm looking at like my last review of Blue Dragon. I thought it was a good game. It wasn't great. A 3.5 out of 5. I give it a 3.5, which is what we label as good. You know, if we're going to have the whole 1 to 5 point scale, I'm going to use all of my options in there. I'm not just going to aim high just mm-hmm. because. But then I also start comparing it to other games that I've reviewed and start thinking about how I liked it compared to other games. You know, I know I've not given out a 5, and I started thinking about it. What would be a 5 to me if I reviewed it? And had I reviewed Dragon Quest Eight, that would have been a five. Uh-huh. Dragon Quest Eight. But, but I, that's not my question. My question is how how do you approach the scoring? Start it, the game, it, play the game, write the words, and you'll see it there. That's if you've been it. honest with what you've done, if you've been honest with what you've written, that feels different to me than what Jay was it. saying because he's talking about taking points off, and it just seems like we have multiple. Yeah methodologies for well, handling this. See, I don't really yeah. start at a five and go down. I don't start at a one and go up. I just kind of start thinking about, you know, I kind of okay. you know, deduct points in my head. I give points in my head and it just sort of a number just pops out of that weird f- formula that I think about. It's, Jay, it's not really. Have... What's up, Mike? How many reviews have you done, Jay? Uh, about fourteen now. Okay, you're you're doing what I used to do. Um, I think until about my twentieth review or so, it was real easy just to start right at mid range, and then add and deduct points like you're saying in your head. And you're like, well, this is good for this, but bad for this. And I actually had notes. I had you know the good and the bad of the thing, and I kind of added them up and said, okay, well, this just you know back then we had a ten point scale. This sounds like a seven. This sounds like a nine. You know, based on that. And after a while, I think you just you understand enough uh, RPGs that you can just trust yourself to give it the score you believe it is at the end. So you're mm-hmm. you're still at the point where you haven't done enough reviews. And so this is what what Chris is trying to understand is you do kind of progress as a reviewer. Once you've hit a certain number, your your take on how you handle the scores changes completely. I can agree with Michael on that because I started off doing what Jordan was doing, understandably, is comparing what games I've given other scores to. And after a while, you can't, I mean, it's just impossible to do that because you've got so many under your belt, so many things you played, you can't really compare everything 
to everything mm-hmm. else you've mm-hmm. ever played. You just kind of get to give the game what it deserves. So you don't believe that we can really maintain kind of a consistent scoring across the site's reviews as far as well, being able to, to compare them and being able to tell the relative goodness of them all. It, you just have to take each game on its own then? All the reviews. Yeah, you're going to have different people thinking different things. I mean, naturally, like someone like me who likes tactical RPGs is going to like them more than someone like Billy who doesn't. Mm -hmm. So you're still going to have a variance just depending on who does the review. And that's why we do multiple reviews. That's nice and easy. You can just come to my review. It gets a zero. Next game. (laughs) (laughs) We don't have zeros. That's why Lucifer doesn't do certain reviews. I'm doing reviews now. I'm oh. giving Wings of the Goddess a 10 out of 5. A 10 out of 5. All right. <laughs> 10 out of 5. I'm reviewing it twice and adding the scores together. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> every, every playthrough it gets for me is another 5 points. So. Well, I, Even I will though admit, though, it, if Nintendo is willing to, to throw me a couple hundred grand, I might be able to bump it up, you know. <laughs> to a, to <laughs> 11 out of 5, game of the year. Right, we've now become GameSpot. Mm-hmm. Yay! And, no, actually, uh, and I was hoping to avoid that controversy because every other podcast oh. is talking about that. But you can no, just thank I'm, Jay for that one. Yeah. I'm I'm quoting the the Penny Arcade where they talked about Game Informer's review of Donkey Kong Barrel Blast Two or yeah. something. Gave it a two, and then they have Mario giving him a stack of money. He's like, "Did I say two? I meant two point five. Then they give uh-huh. him another stack. Of money. He's like. Did I say 2.5? I meant 4.5. Then the stack is just huge. And he's like, 4.5? 11 out of 5. Game of the year. and 10 out of 5. Yeah, 11 out of 5. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. 10 out of 5, 11 out of 5 is ridiculous. Um, what is uh, your guys' take on advertising then? If we're going to talk about GameSpot. Um, should we only be advertising games on our site that we think are good? No, that's what Penny Arcade does, and it, it is what Penny Arcade yeah. does. Yeah. It is what Penny Arcade does. But how how can you take advertising for a, a game that comes out early if you don't know if it's good or bad? Because sites just don't do it for games that come out early. Still, well, I think we question mark on the advertisement, and that will indicate that we haven't played it. They also get them earlier than us sometimes. It's basically two people, and so what they think is good is going to be very different than we have. 30 people, and I may think that this game is good, but you may think it sucks. Right, so, I but um, I think it sucks. Yeah, the idea, the basic thing, though, you know, if it's going to get a 1 or a 2, pretty much we don't tend to disagree too heavily on that. Um, Do you want to talk specifically about the GameSpot thing? N- no. When I went to their little demo at E3. It didn't look like a bad game. It looked like a game I didn't like, but I don't like those games. But it mm-hmm. didn't look bad. Well, think about about what you're saying about advertising. If you do something along the lines of just advertising a game, I don't see a problem with that if we don't like the game. But when you start putting stuff up, like GameSpot had, you know, they had five stars, they had quotes taken kind of out of context from certain review sites. Uh-huh. You know, well, I was looking at one of those. That was uh, you know, that wasn't just gotta be... That wasn't GameSpot putting those quotes up, that was Eidos. No. Right. Well, it's the difference between you know, having the Advertising and then totally pimping it. Yeah. Yes. Well, well I think the, advertising something is Fair that enough. that um, game that was made by by Disney that was a Pokemon type clone that came out on the DS and Spectrobes. Spectrobes. Our preview made it look really, really awesome. That's what previews review, do in general. <laughs> and then our yeah. review ripped it to shreds, and yeah. people were like, 
you know well, why was your preview so good well that what that's actually a secondary issue because it's just how you have to approach previews you can't you have to leave that door open because it's just not fair to criticize them yep. when the development's not done but um the question is if there's something that you know is bad once you get your hands on it should you really be advertising it because is there not this implicit recommendation of anything that we allow to be advertised on our site if you'll pardon me sticking my neck out here, I'm going to go with the old television okay. set I had back in the 50s. If you advertise something, you are giving it a tacit endorsement. So if we advertise, even if we're not, even if we go out and say these advertisements are not an endorsement, people are going to read it as if it were. That's the concern, and I don't know if that because we haven't filed a policy of you know, only advertising stuff we endorse on this site. Maybe people don't come and expect that from us. Um, I've just seen that elsewhere, and it's something that I've been curious about. Does anybody ever look at these ads? Any of us ever care who has what ads up on what site? Do you ever do. go to, like, IGN and go, oh, man, they're pimping this game. I'm going to check might, it out. I might. If okay, it, I don't the do thing it is, that. The thing is that when we take ads, sometimes we change the entire look of our site. Um, the Fire Emblem recently, we reskinned the entire site for that. You mean we put up a wallpaper? Well, it felt like a reskin. But... I, I, I personally didn't like it, but I don't like wallpapers and ads in general, so seeing a giant wallpaper ad was somewhat I mean, a bad block. Do you think it would be fair for us to become Growlancer Gamer for a week? I mean, considering the score oh, we gave not. that? <laughs> surely not. Ouch. We did well, you know, that's that's another thing. Is the the Fire Emblem started before we had Fire Emblem, right? And I so don't know if it's a good or bad say, thing. Um, well, people I, want to get the name out before it's released, so people will go out and pre-order it. Mm-hmm. If it were now, a really good game and we had reviewed it, then of course skinning the site would be okay. But I don't know if we should skin the site beforehand before the game is released. I mean that, maybe that's just something about us growing. Maybe this is something that more, you know, Nintendo's able to do more with like fan sites and maybe as we get bigger and we need to be more worried about our journalistic integrity, maybe we have to avoid this. I really think in general as long as we you know, even if we make it public or whatever, we just have to say we have advertising to make money because that is, you know, one of the reasons we live is so we can make money and survive and continue to do this. Therefore, we will advertise games. It will never affect a review. No, I, I, I will never, never fire anyone for because, that. Because we advertised it. I wasn't like, well, it did have that messed up uh, menu, but we advertised it. So that's a plus point three. And, you know, carry <laughs> <Right>. the two. <laughs> you have to remember, for the most part, Advertising is handled by two people, and one of them that does... Well, first of all, the Fire Emblem actually came from Crave, so we didn't even handle that directly. Mm-hmm. Well, what, that's, so, that's another can of worms, really, whether or not we should no, have because, our advertising out of our hands. But Well, we have control. We could say no. Okay. But that means also that they're not directly, you know, it's not like Crave can say, well, you gave it a bad review, you should fire this person. Crave has no control over us. It's an, it's an advertising agreement only. I, and I'm not worried about it from that perspective. I'm more concerned about it from the person who comes to the site and says, oh, look at all this Fire Emblem stuff. They must like Fire Emblem. We did. Fortunately, we, we did. Fortunately, we did. But what about the situation okay. where we don't? Is, is that's, the, that's my concern. Well, we did Bot and Kaitos, and that was kind of a more iffy game. Mm-hmm. And for that part, it was more Again, this is, it, oh, we must like Fire Emblem. Well, we have to admit, for the first part, 
since the game had been out, we all did want Fire Emblem, so mm-hmm. I didn't really see a problem. Of course, when sure. we did Bot and Kaitos, I wanted Bot and Kaitos, so. Yeah. I wanted. I, so really, uh, actually, you just, you're making a new theme. <laughs> Is it do advertisements kind of reflect what you anticipate, Michael, more than anything? Um, no, because okay. I've never rejected something because I don't like it. Okay. Otherwise, you know, some of the. Uh, well, that's just good to clear up. Then. I am. I am. Vu ads would be out because I think that yeah. thing is awful. The what ads? But the IMVU. The. 3D chat ads. You oh, probably gosh. have have ad black. I do, I do. So you don't know <laughs> what I'm talking about, but yeah, those need to die in a fire. Well, the the whole application <laughs> needs to die in a fire. Jeez, oh, this looks awful. But yeah, I mean, I've never rejected something from based on what I didn't like. I just thought that most of the things that we've actually done skins for are things we've already had a positive light on. Now, if it came out and it sucked, we're gonna say it sucked. Yep. And nobody's going to have, have repercussions from We can have an ad for the site, uh, for our game, and a review that's giving it a 1.5. You know, hey, wanted, we've yeah. been honest about so it. So how about this, Mike? Do you do you let advertisers uh, on the site know if we're about to give their game a bad score to, as, a, as a, a courtesy ahead of time? Um, I'm actually trying to think when that's actually happened. We usually give good scores to stuff that we advertise. We Just, usually, we, in general, we, we have to claim have, coincidence because. <laughs> well, I mean, Soul well, Nomad didn't get true. that great of a score. Mm-hmm. And we ran ads. I didn't know. I don't think I have NSA advance notice we did because I wasn't giving it like a one. Okay. Oh, oh, they had. Um, oh, what's that game Michael hated? Generations of Chaos. Yes. We didn't, we didn't give that a, a bad. I mean, we gave that a bad score, but I didn't give them any pre-notice on it. I didn't see a real point to it. Well, we I mean, already... they might they might want to know so they don't find out like game the idols guys after the fact and then get upset or something. Oh, but... we, we tell, really them tell them when we write a review and we give them the link, but they don't get like. I mean, what <laughs> we... what advantage does it give me to give them a link beforehand? We're um, not it, getting... It's an advantage to the PR person to prepare for either any negative flack he'll get from his boss and just to kind of be aware of what's going down before it happens to do any preparation he would want to do. Well, I also have to wonder with the GameSpot review, was it out of line? Were other people giving it really good scores and GameSpot gave it a bad score? No, was it wasn't. It was actually rather, so, it was actually more generous than certain other reviews. Yeah, when the PR came to me and said, wow, that wasn't a really good score, and I said, yeah, I know, you know, sorry. That's what we believed in. And, and then she was like, well, it is kind of what we've been seeing across the board. Mm-hmm. So well, if you well, if you make a bad game, expect bad reviews, and if you're going to get you know pissy about it, I'm just thinking. I'm just thinking. You know, if I'm the PR guy, I'd like to know as soon as possible. That way, I can well, just think about this. This is a situation. Control. This is what well, happened to us back in May. We went and met Exceed. Mm-hmm. We met the guys from Exceed right just about a month or so after our 1.5 of Valhalla Nights. You know, so we walk into their office and they're like, "Yeah, you're pretty rough on that with uh, Valhalla nuts. You got us a and we're in person, and we're like, mm. <laughs> and you know, it's kind of tense for a moment. But you got to just sit and say, you know, well, if we're gonna tell how it is, you know, if you put out a game that's a 1.5, we'll tell them that. But yeah. people are gonna trust us when you do put out a 4.5 or a 5, five game." And we 5.5. 5.5. Yeah, <laughs> Rings of the Goddess? What? Yeah. No, no, so, no. You know, yeah, and we've heard those, and we, we hear those stories everywhere. Um, all the publishers seem to do it to some degree. 
Um, yeah. And if any of you guys from Exit are listening, love you. Yeah. Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> Very PR based spin. on the PR organization sometimes. It's a better score. Cool. Well, um, oh my, IMVU looks like a scaled down Second Life. This looks awful. It's really bad. Yeah. Yeah, let's get off of that right now. So, what came off of... Uh, yeah, so nothing came out this past week, really, did it? No. Games are dead. There's nothing Games else coming. So yep. what are you guys playing? Let's wrap Wait. this up. <laughs> I still have my review. Oh, what was your review? Joker. It's not posted. I'm trying to post it now. You guys are... Oh. Somebody needs to help you with that. All right, we'll talk about it. Talk about it. Talk about it, Mike. When are we, I don't know. Do you want to do it this week or next week? Because it's um, going to be up before the podcast actually gets posted. Okay. Uh, yeah, this week. But, Go for it. Okay. Um, for the most part, I think it's like the lowest score of a Dragon Quest game I've ever given. So it's, it's a, a four and a half? It's still... Oh, <laughs> I actually it's deserve a, that. I, just I believe 5. I gave 1. three and eight both perfect scores. So. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, it's actually down to a 3.5. Wow. Um, overall, it was a fun game, but it wasn't impressive. It wasn't what I'd come to expect from uh, Dragon Quest. Uh, and it wasn't even the online thing. The online didn't taint me that much. It was just when I looked over the entire game, um, there were just lots of little issues. I mean, I didn't. I went on about how the UI is kind of... It's, it's nicely designed, but then not really thought out. I mean, you get to use the stylus on everything, and there's no way to go back. Uh, UI basic training tells you that's that's not right. <laughs> right. Um. <Boot> so. <laughs> yeah, boot camp for UI. No. Um. The story is okay. It actually gets better at the end. So if you're kind of getting through it, and you're like, "Well, this is kind of stupid," it does get better. Uh, the challenge is. Uh, I had to replay. A little bit because I started playing when I when I got it early I got to get this really cool item and it made my life easy and when I stopped using the item I realized how hard this game really is because it doesn't explain how you get the skills it doesn't explain how you evolve your monsters into something that's useful so you're literally going well I'll merge these two together and they're gone and I hope what I came up was good enough that I don't die in the next island mm-hmm. and for the most part it turns out no you do die and you suck and you cry and you go home and you try to fix it and that that's not that's not a fun challenge. That's a, I get to beat my head into the wall until it works challenge. Hmm. It's not the, it's, it, it's not as bad as Fire Emblem where you have to be perfect, but you know, it took me until, you know, I was making rank A monsters and I didn't have attack boost two as a skill set because nobody told me how to get attack boost two as a skill set. And the, you know, that why, why was this never explained to me? Hmm. That would be an issue. Yeah. Yeah, you're just supposed uh, to know. There was a guy. He hinted at it. He's like, "Well, if you have these skills and they're and so I said, "Okay, so what if I get two of them that have attack boost and I merge them together and I get attack boost with more points?" And not until I had enough points that I accidentally mastered it because I didn't really know you could master it. Hmm. That you get a new skill set. Did a whole new window open and I could actually compete in you know without using my cheapy little katana or something. So, I don't know. And it's just, that was an issue. The graphics, I mean, they're okay. 
it's a DS game and they look nice, but um, they're really, I mean, you're dealing with a small screen and so you have a lot less detail. And um, in general, it just, it wasn't as much fun as I found Dragon Quest games to be. Mm-hmm. And so I'm hoping, at least if someone reads a review and goes and gets it, they can use some of the things I talked about and have a better experience than I did. And having seen the review, it is very accurate. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. With the skills and everything, it just it doesn't it's work. It's not intuitive at all. No. And for a Dragon Quest game where everything's been handed to you and explained to you, but you still have to figure out how to win, which is how Dragon Quest has always been, they don't even hand you anything. They're just like, go out there, find some monsters, kill them, have a good time. And it's like, uh, help? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it was a little more frustrating than I expected. Especially when the previous iterations of monster games for this have been not not only ki- not really kitty, but, you know, easier. And it wasn't until you actually got into in-depth building that it was really hard and you were trying to get the uh, optional stuff. The main stuff here will kick your butt. Well, there's so. a difference between a game being challenging and a game being challenging and hard because you don't know what in the world's going on. Right. There's a difference between, oh, I need to add this skill set and do these levels and then I can beat this compared to it kicked my butt and I don't know why. So, I don't know. Mm. I, I mean, it's still a good game. It just I've, ex- I've I've come to expect so much from Dragon Quest, and I didn't get it. So, you know, maybe someone who isn't so into Dragon Quest would like it more than I would. Maybe they would find it even more annoying because they're not being pulled by the nostalgia of Dragon Quest. All right. But this will be up before the podcast, so everybody can go read it. Yeah. Okay. So what else? Uh, so what have you guys been playing this week? Then let's finally get into it. I'm in chapter eight of Revenant Wings. I don't know if that's near the end, but I sure hope so because my party's getting huge. Still enjoying it? <laughs> yes, very much. Good. Um, chapter- it's starting oh, to kick ahead, my butt, though. It's uh, it's starting to uh, really become hard. So I'm really liking that because, you know, clicking uh, X and go kill this monster was getting <laughs> a little easy. But I still think there should not be maps where you can't summon more monsters because those are the hardest ones. <laughs> Having gotten that one in from Gamefly, I've been playing that as well on Chapter 4. And yeah, it's so far been hit X and you tank rush everything and then you win. Except on yeah. the maps where you can't because you can't summon anything new when you die. Right. <laughs> and it, I was I was kind of surprised, I mean, I should and shouldn't be surprised, that for the most part, it looks like you're going to get every Esper. You didn't really have to make any decisions. You're just making decisions based on what you would have at a certain point. So don't worry about spending your uh, Aura Sight that's, points. That's good to know. Yeah. I was kind of worried, and I'm like, well, do I want like all the fire set, or do I want like all the earth set? And it looks like you're pretty much going to get them all if you do all the side stuff, so I wouldn't worry about that too much. Okay. Good. Oh, and uh, the gambits, I'll agree with Brian's review that the gambits are a poor shell of what the gambits were in Final Fantasy XII. You 12. get one action. 
Have fun yeah. with it. It's not a gambit. There's no hierarchy of priority. It's just, oh, what do I want to do? Okay, I'm going to turn this on. Yay. My, wow. Yeah, my entire usefulness of the gambits has been kites has spells. And so if I'm fighting lightning enemies, then I change it to Thundaga. Otherwise, it's Faraga. Otherwise, it's, you know, that's the only thing you do with the gambits. Otherwise, you're like, you set them, and unless they get a new one you like, you set them and you leave them. It's really kind of simple. <laughs> Too simple. Because you know what? I would like someone to raise someone when they die, but I'd also like her to cure. <laughs> yep. You have to pick, don't you? you gotta have. Yeah, I told, her, I told her to cure, and then I'll click raise manually. Which might work better anyway, because Vaughn likes to run off and die, and then if you raise him, he'll just die again. Glad to hear he's useful. No. Well, the, the problem is, is I have him with speed boots, so he goes faster than everyone else. And so he'll get confused and then wander off because he got hit first. And I won't be paying attention to him because he's just a little dot on the screen, on the map. <laughs> so I'll be like, oh, what's fighting him? Oh, it's Vaughn. Oh, he's dead. Oh, well. <laughs> I'll raise him when I get there. I'm sure this is a shocker, but I'm still playing Fire Emblem. Fire Emblem. Wow! And, and Symphony of the Night at work. I'm amazed. Yes. Well, I'm almost to the end. I mean, I've of I'm, Symphony. Of Symphony, yeah. So I'm going to pick a new game to play at work when the boss is not watching. <laughs> but. You could do work some point too. I don't know. Well, I could get paid to do work, or I could get paid to play games. And by uh, God, that is I'm, a hard decision, huh? Yeah. yeah. I'm taking the play games part. All right. Heck yeah. And I'm also playing Rock Band now. I just got Rock Band for Christmas last night. I wasn't expecting to get it until until January, but Amazon... Christmas was out. last night? For me, it was. Dang it. I knew I forgot something. See, I, I thought <laughs> I was going to get it You know, when I came back after traveling home for Christmas. And I got this strange package last night. It's Rock Band. It's awesome. Um, I'm... Finding out that the drums are a lot harder than I thought they'd be. Yeah. The guitar is a lot more fun than I thought it'd be. And the microphone is more fun than I thought it'd be. But I need to learn more of these songs so that I can sing them better because I don't know many of them yet. Uh, but overall, Rock Band has just been so much fun. I can't wait to get good so I can play it online. And I'm probably going to buy a, fourth, uh, a second guitar so I can have all five instruments. Rock Band is great. Yay. I wouldn't know because now I have a, I have a gripe about this. Nintendo pulls their ads for the Wii because they can't you know they can't make enough Wiis. Why isn't EA pulling their ads for Rock Band because they so can't. we should give um, Wii Mike, a lower score. Mike, go to go to my uh, go to my blog. <laughs> Did you write about that? Yeah, go to figurocastle.org or yeah, go check nope. it out. First post, you'll you'll understand my take on the rock band supply issue. Oh, just you get it. At, like I build a printer. Just huh? get it at, at Amazon. That's where I oh, got well, mine. Oh well, the second post then. Didn't I put this up? No, you put fruit up and oh, killing are you a kidding printer. Me? I forgot to put it up. Oh, <laughs> See, here I am going to talk about. No, it, it is. Like, it's I... the top one. It's the top one right there. Why didn't it go to LJ? I don't know why it wouldn't have gone to LJ. It should be on LJ. Nope. You have left me out of your loop. 
Not on purpose. Mm-hmm. I'll go adjust the LJ one later. Yeah, go to my go to my site, BigRogueCastle.org. Whoa! Yeah, this That's is what I see every week. So I mean, I don't believe that there is a rock band supply problem because I've got like mountains of it in our stores. Well, yeah, it's on my live journal too, Mike. Either. You know, when Let's I ordered it on Amazon, they said you will get it in a month. I got it five days later. Yeah, and I even paid. I didn't didn't even pay for shipping. I used Super Saver shipping, which is supposed to take two weeks. So apparently it went through some kind of time warp and got to me. Yeah. It's uh I don't think I don't think it's selling anywhere near where they were preparing for. But then again, they also have like 8,000 boxes of Guitar Hero as well. So Well, maybe I'll have to rethink this whole yeah. um complaint fest. I want to know what Mac's been playing. Yes. What have I been playing? Do All you right. play games? <laughs> oh, you know it. <laughs> he just makes the reviews up. He doesn't play them. Would you like to play a game? <laughs> How about just a nice been, game of chess? been playing about uh, two days of Revenant Wings. I'm on Chapter 4 right now. Pretty much agree with what we were just talking about, what me and Michael were just saying about it. Um, I've played a game of chess against our content manager. Oh, wait, that's totally irrelevant to everything. Um, I was bored at work, so like Jay was saying, you know, you play games at work when you can. So I was sitting there on IRC and playing against Sean Eyes, Inwash, whatever you want to call him now. Got to give a shout out to him. So, and what else? Just finished. (laughs) No. Uh, stalemate. We pretty much played for like an hour and a half chasing him around. I suck at chess, so... Okay, that's great. Um, just finished Luminous Arc. I've been playing that. I'm sorry. Yeah, it it was pretty rough. And if you look at the site, you know, we've got propaganda up for Luminous Arc 2 colon Will, whatever. That's the worst subtitle I've ever heard. And I hope they fix some things about it, because the first one was kind of rough. I'll probably try to review that one here shortly. I've started one, but yeah, I've had other stuff come up. Um, Witches weren't as hot as, you know, we would have liked. (laughs) I know that was one of the big things you were looking forward to, Mike. Hey. Sorry, man. (laughs) And let's see what else. I think that's... That's about it here the past couple weeks. I'm looking just to try to finish up some games on my backlog before next year hits and we get another big rush of games. So let the downtime begin. I think once Smash Brothers hits, there won't be any other RPGs for a while. It'll just be Smash Smash. Brothers and Lost Odyssey in the same month. We're doomed. Oh, no. Uh, We'll just play Smash Brothers. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Microsoft. We're busy. Okay. We have to assume, though, that it's actually coming out in February, since Nintendo's release calendar didn't have it on there. So it's possible that it will will never come out, and we'll just have that stupid Smash Brothers blog that teases us every weekday (laughs) with one piece of information. And and, and claims that friends codes are easy and simple. Uh, Well, they are easy, but they're useless. They're not easy. They're a pain in the butt. 
Well, I don't know. I agree. It, it doesn't get easier than you know entering in a number, but it's still the most annoying thing in the entire world. Well, it wouldn't be bad if it were a number, but it's a number for every game. Friend yeah. codes should die in a fire. Never said it was efficient. Never said it was efficient, but you know I, it is. Easy. I, I don't. I don't even understand the logic because, well, Chris, I like you if we can play the Pokemon game, but I'm not going to play Brawl with you. Who yeah, does I know. that? <laughs> what are what are you protecting? You have they're friends that you added yourself. Why are you worried about who you add yourself? I, I don't understand this. Me that looks like me and give it to you, but to play a game with you that I don't have any other interaction with, yeah. I have to have stupid code. I don't get it. Well, well you can't give me a me without a code either, can you? No, but chat. it's the, the, there's the one code. I have picked yeah. you as a friend. Why yeah, can't we you? only need one friend a code? Why do we need this extra set of codes for every single game? It's, it's ridiculous. Yeah, because I don't like it. People so. could try and find you and seduce you online. No, you can't. You can't chat. search. Then, then I would delete the Wii code from my friend list, and that would be it. Yeah, I'd block their username. But you, I mean, you can't search for people anyway. So how are they going to find you? Yeah, there's no search. And and your code does associate with a name once you get in the game. So it's not like you're totally protecting yourself against names. You don't play against friend codes. You play against people's nicknames. So I don't get what it is. It's ridiculous. It's a lack of effort. That's what it is. A lack of effort. That's yeah. what it is. I, I don't think it's even, much it a lack be more of effort, effort to do this. It's code. more fear mongering. I mean, mm-hmm. people, you know, they want to tout the DS and the Wii as being totally safe. No online predators, except, you know, no online fun either. Yeah, yeah, online. Exactly. Just no online is what it comes down yeah, to. Yeah, they've more or less stomped out online. And, you know, Reggie <laughs> says, we're serious about online. Yeah, well, not really. You're, Show it. You're, you're, you're that afraid of the internet? Screwing it then up. Unplug it. Yeah. Otherwise, and then you wouldn't listen to our lovely podcast. Be sad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, what has Sean been playing? Oh, well. Besides Final besides Fantasy Wings 11. of the Goddess? Wings of the Final Goddess 7, obviously. Prominently. But there are only three missions, so I finished them on the first day, and that was it. Um, that's sad. that's sad. It's it's sad that they released a game. I know they they and then like, they have to add all their content and patches. It's like what the heck? They got why did I buy a disc? It is a little they finish it in a week. Yeah, it, you yeah. can finish it in much less than a week, even if you're not trying. You can actually finish it accidentally in the course <laughs> of forty eight hours. Oh boy! I mean, if they were to release all of the content right away, people would finish it in a week. Oh. Yeah, probably. Uh, it, it wouldn't be much of a game then. It, it would be done. And then what would you wait for? Yeah, good thing. I would pay your monthly fee. Um, apart from that, I've been playing Disgaea PSP because it's a lovely, wonderful game, whatever our reviewers may say to the contrary. <laughs> it's fantastic. This guy is awesome. That was J2, wasn't it? No, I, 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 oh. that was. Um, was uh, it Brian? Adrian. No, it was Adrian. Adrian. Yeah, Adrian. Yeah, it was Adrian. Well, Adrian didn't know how to throw people, so. <laughs> Not this how can you play he didn't know how to throw Disgaea. people in stacks. He knew how to throw people. Okay. Well, that's it's, still be fair. It's it's a fundamental necessity to know how to throw stacks of people. It is. See, I um, didn't know that either, and I played up. I'm going to throw you. Okay. <laughs> if if I had I'll reviewed this guy at PSP, it would have gotten a higher score. Ooh. Yeah, you're going to Says the person who gave ta- tactics a four. That's harsh. That's it's a port. Point. Yeah, it may it's be a not port, a but it's a, it it a, a, a port. It's a port. It's a port with the new translation. translation. 
The GB, and, GBA and Final Fantasies were ports too. And it still has it. slowdowns that are minor, but they can emulate PS2 games just fine. Yeah. Why can't they emulate PS1 games? So, Sympathy of the Night runs a little so, bit slow. So what else are you playing, Final Lucifer? What else are you playing, Lucifer? <laughs> no more of anyone else. No, now I... it's just time for me. Yeah. Um, I'm also playing Deadly Towers for the Nintendo mm-hmm. and Ghosts and Goblins because I feel the need to flagellate myself with video games. Nice. And you got to use the word flagellate, which is always good too. Yeah, we'll and he didn't to... say flagellate, you know. No, no, uh, they don't actually cause me to suffer any sort of flagellance yet. Hmm. But later on, that may develop. That would be an give issue. it time. Deadly give Towers time. is not as bad as people make it out to be, but I think it should have been released under the original title of Hell's Bells. It would have been much better. And now watch as everybody Googles Deadly Towers to see what in the world you're talking about. <laughs> it is an old Nintendo game released by Broderbund in which you control a little Broderbund. knight. Yeah, Broderbund. Makers of Where in the World is Carmen Sandiego. And other wow. fine titles. Those are actually fun. Back in the day. Yeah, they had some they good were. games. Define mm-hmm. fun. It, it's, it's not... That like bad to... if you Big. enter into it knowing that it's going to be punishing like... and repetitive Stop. and awful. Tell me again, what's the name of the game you're actually playing instead of these other ones? <laughs> no, I, I really am. Deadly, 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 Deadly Towers. Deadly Towers, thank you. All right. And also Disgaea and also Wings of the Goddess. Well, I would be playing it if there was anything to play. Cool. You could be leveling your dancer. So maybe I'm you, not might, playing you might overtake Michael of... as Dancer of the Month. Yeah, Dancer of Next I'm, Month. I'm Black Mage of the Month every month, and that's good enough for me. Oh, please, Mr. 66. 67, I'll have you know. Oh, 67! 67. So you're still 8 behind me. Well, I'm far more attractive than you in-game. How? You were grungy crap. I have red hair. (laughs) You get a hat, you don't care. He has a point. No. My mule has red hair and doesn't do anything for me. Redheads? Hmm. Mass Effect Redhead looks good. Uh, Redheads with green I didn't even mention I was still playing Mass Effect. That's okay. Have you been playing Mass Effect, Mike? Where have you you gotten to? How far in are you? Not much much farther. Not much farther? So you're about three hours in? Four and a half. Yeah. I have not had time to play it this week, and I've really felt sad about it. It's because I really like the game, so I'm actually feeling it on this one, so I know I'm going to be getting into it and finishing it, but... um. Other than that, I've been just been playing some World of Warcraft when I have some time. Because usually when I come home and I have time to game, my roommates are playing Guitar Hero 3 in Rock Band, and so I can't get access to the to the TV for the Mass Effect. So You have to pull a Jordan and get two TVs. Yeah, mm-hmm. it is nice having two HD TVs side-by-side with game systems hooked up to both. That would be cool, but the next one I get would be some big LCD, so I don't think I'd have room for it. So. Well, I have, yeah, we have two um, 37-inch LCD and a 42-inch LCD. Hmm. Side by side. Blah 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 blah. Yeah, the uh... <laughs> all lined up together. All lined up together. So that's pretty much it for me. And uh, Maxstorm, did we cover you? Oh, you covered me completely. Okay. In custard. As far as what you were playing, that is. Wow. Yes. Okay. Revenant right. wings. Revenant Luminous wings. arc. Okay. Yeah, that's right. Luminous. Cool. Well, that's about it. We probably should wrap this up. We've been going for a long time. 
Oh, mm-hmm. yes. yes. We got to do this. Looks like about <laughs> two hours. Yeah. So, longest Two podcast. hours of awesome. Two hours of awesome. Yep. And two hours? And two hours. Oh, crap. Yeah. Amazing how the time ticks away. People were complaining about us being too short. Well, now we're too This is much. what they get for complaining. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, thank you, panel, for being Hear with that, me today. Thank you, re- thank you, listeners, for sticking with us. And, um,. <laughs> Sorry to those of you who like the shorter podcasts, if there were any out there. Um, we will be back next week. And what else? If you'd like to leave feedback for the podcast, please uh, come to our thread. Go to board.rpgamer.com and go to latest updates. You'll see the podcast thread sticky up there. You can also leave us feedback on iTunes. Leave us a review. Those help us out. Um, you can also leave us feedback on dig.com slash podcast search for RPGcast and any feedback you can give us will be much appreciated so we can get the word out there about the RPG cast and get some more listeners and um, just turn this into a big thing which benefits us all so uh, thank you very much and we'll see you next week bye everyone goodbye why did we do that don't jump on my waffle don't yell in the mic I think that should be our title. Don't jump in the Don't jump in the Did you say don't jump on or in the waffle? Don't jump on the waffle. Don't jump Is on the this waffle. any better? Yes. Better Slightly, so yes. Yeah. Slightly. Yeah, it's good enough. Thank you. Because you're starting to sound okay. hollow now, so I don't want to push it too hard. Excellent. Don't jump on the waffle. Don't jump on the waffle. We're going to get abuse today. Yes. Abuse. Yes. Well, I'm here. Sean has to dish out the abuse. Why are you dishing out abuse? I hate everyone. Oh. Okay. Have you not read this? But he's jumped in my waffle. <laughs> <laughs> I think I like that one better. <laughs> but he's jumped in my waffle. <laughs> yeah, because it's catty. He's jumped in waffle and eaten it. I made me a cookie, but you eated it. Yeah, that was a great one. <laughs> The angry cat. My wife has me hooked on law cats. Alright, are we ready? Yes. I am. I'm so ready, I can't even stand it. Mike, are you ready? I was born ready. My cat jumped on my waffle, so I don't know what to do now. (laughs) (laughs) Sad because it's true. I can imagine this confused look on your face, too. Well, at least this week we have legitimate outtakes. All right, so. <laughs> Cats and waffles. Before yeah. we even start. Well, that's usually when they don't eat my cord. What? what? You're so picky. Don't eat my waffle. Don't eat my cord. They can't eat anything. Jeez. They can what? eat cat food. Why don't you feed eat? them? I do feed them. Yeah. Um, waffles and cords. Waffles and cords. Waffles and cords are not in their balanced diet. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>